Wessex LMCs supporting you and your practice. Thank you for listening to Wessex LMC's Safeguarding Podcast. This podcast is on cuckooing and county lines. What are they and how to spot early warning signs? Wendy Thorogood, Consultant Nurse and Safeguarding, is in discussion with our own GP and Wessex LMC's Medical Director, Claire Sieber. So Wendy, I've heard people talking more and more about county lines and I, uh, I wonder how that applies particularly in, in Wessex where we have lots of rural parts and then some coastal parts as well. Yeah, no, county lines is very live and active, sadly, within our community. Um, it affects adults and children. Um, I'll talk about the county line, what that actually is. The county line is purely the phone. So it's the phone that the children are given to actually um, how they communicate. So the perpetrator or the, the, the kingpin within the county lines could be as far as like Liverpool, Manchester. So where we historically saw drug dealing, we used to know who it was and it was on the street corner or people would identify that. Then the police knew who it was. Um, what's happening now is the big boss recruits people. So there'd be different levels to the recruitment so there'll be the recruiters that are going off to recruit Um, what they're doing is they're particularly looking for vulnerable children that are going to go under the radar now the reason that they're using the children to do the drug running is because of the prosecution and they're seen as a disposable income so they can pick some pick some up so they they will scout around an area so you will get the middleman that will come down that will identify where your vulnerable patches are they will target secondary schools they will target private schools because equally that can go under the radar of the general population because these are children that may be boarding so they're not within their parents control Um, what we have noticed is that they don't get reported as missing as readily as somebody who's perhaps been in the care system because the way systems are working to try and counterbalance the county lines drug running is um, it was historically there was a lot of looked after children that just went missing for sort of 24 hours there is now a system in place that if a child does go missing that the police are notified and we try and track these children so we're going to be tracking children quicker than the least obvious so they are tackling They are identifying children that are from schools that aren't on the radar to any services because that's what they want. They don't want that early interference. But they're looking for children that perhaps come out, you know, not in a group. They're on their own and they will befriend these children. So they make friends with them. They will um, sort of perhaps lead them into a lifestyle you know they drive you know it's exciting lifestyle so they will be giving them money they will be perhaps giving them a new phone befriending them as a friend and then asking them to do something for those gifts that they've been given Um, and equally it won't necessarily be in the area they are so that's where the lines start happening so somebody from here could be sent off to somewhere like Kent or or Manchester or wherever put on a train with drugs and the the phone um, to actually go and actually meet with somebody else now the children how they become vulnerable and in these perpetrators control is that they will do a couple of runs and they will get 
praised for what they've done and then something will go wrong and it could be other members from that same gang to actually get them indebted and bonded to that perpetrator so if they are attacked and they lose the phone they lose the money they lose the drugs they then have to go back to the perpetrator and say look I was attacked this is what happened and he says well you're going to have to work off that debt and that's where they start cook you know that's where they start getting them to perhaps do more and more work for them um it can lead to actually getting these kids to actually um live in houses in areas where the perpetrators have already taken over these houses so they've actually identified someone quite vulnerable there was one case where um a very well-meaningful old lady identified who she thought was a homeless person living on the streets and she offered him a bed for the night um, and food and again he was grooming her in relation to her kindness but quickly took over the house and then quickly moved other people in so the drug deals could be made could be bagged up they could have people actually measuring out the drugs um, in relation to that and these people are kept they, they're not given any money because they're indebted now. So they're indebted and they are being sort of abused. They're being withheld food um, and then they're living in this situation. And equally, the, the, the woman's house that they've taken over, that's classed as cuckooing and she's pushed out of the house. So she will then be pushed out. She becomes quite vulnerable. And if she hasn't actually got a support network um, that she can actually go to, this can go on for a little while until she actually asks for help. In this lady's case, she did actually have the courage to go to the police and it was identified and dealt with relatively quickly. Mm -hmm. But if you have the same situation of cuckooing going on for a vulnerable adult who's actually a drug user, they allow this to actually happen because they're being given free drugs, free drugs yeah. but only for a certain point. And again, then they will be being expected to do the running as well. So obviously it's big money that is changing hands, but the people that are doing the running, sharing their homes or their homes are taken over are not getting those benefits. And it's a really vulnerable, fragile situation. And it's a really hard um, thing to actually identify because again, it's, it's happening and it will change. So you will get the middle people. It is the people that you want further up the train that are doing the running. We did have a situation where we had three youngsters that were so terrified of the life that they actually went, they literally got off the train and they just went and handed themselves in. Again, increasingly vulnerable. So we have to look at how services are going to work together and protect those children. Because what you could easily do is criminalise them and remove them back to the area where they've come. This case, they were three children that were in the care system. We're working really closely with the um, British Transport Police on trains. So you will, you will hear things now. If you're concerned about something, if you see it, report it. I don't know yes. if you've been sitting on a train, you've actually yeah. heard that. And that is because they are being trained to actually spot vulnerable people. But again, every time you identify that they're using children, they're using mix of ages. So they will they will be using children as young as nine. Yeah. So it looks like they're just on a day out to the seaside um, and literally they're just going, delivering the drugs and having to get back on. Um, so you're looking for patterns. Um, but we are seeing that you have vulnerable adults that are doing the running as well. Um, and it, it gives them a little bit of income, but a fraction of what the big drug dealers will be be um, using. So it's a completely different way. Um, and it's, it's happening nationally. But in relation to um, areas that are rural, it's because it can go under the radar. And um, so you have to be really mindful. But the drugs that they are pushing are quite pure and they want to get people hooked onto them so equally they will try and get them 
using the drugs because then that makes them more vulnerable and more manipulative. They, they can get them to do what they want them to do. But it's something to actually, I guess, from a GP perspective, um, this is going to be happening. You may have children that are on your books that then start presenting with injuries, stab wounds. We're doing a lot of work with the hospitals to raise awareness if we get these children and of course we have the um, national child information sharing system so we can actually log on so anybody that's coming in with an injury we can see actually they're known to Manchester so if they were presenting within a, a say a hospital in Paul you could there is a system in place that we will check and we will be able to get straight back to the social care in Manchester mm -hmm. um, and identify this child is at risk from drug running and again it's about how we're actually going to support we have to take responsibility for when we identify these children, not to just pass them back to the perpetrators, make sure that there is a team working around them. And I know some charities are specifically working with these children and it's almost like working in relation to deprivation of liberty because these children have been manipulated, groomed into them. And some of them see the life as quite exciting. You know, if they haven't actually had the horrible things happen to them, they will be very much part of it and they will then be used to recruit other children into it. And as I say, they're moving all the time. But we can't be complacent that we have public schools, we have nice beaches. This is happening. There's been a lot of activity in some of the rural seaside towns in relation to that, as well as some of the little villages, because it's easy to go under the radar and it can make quite a lot of money. Something I certainly need to be more alert for then. I'd never come across cuckooing before, mm. but um, if I was to ever come across a patient who told me that they've suddenly got a new lodger or something like that I should bear that in mind yeah and as I say it can happen in sort of your your posh detached house as well as it can happen on a sort of sink estate you know they, they are vulnerable and they are well-meaning and quite manipulative in how they can groom um, who who they're targeting really yeah. and loneliness of course is one of the biggest areas isn't it um, and it's just another angle that we have to think about unfortunately isn't it course and I know lots of my GP colleagues may um, provide services for private schools uh, and, and so we need to be mindful that those children are just as vulnerable perhaps targeted more because uh, uh, the there's less uh, there are fewer people keeping an eye on them yeah from and, the state yeah and we get less as I say with the whole missing or absence from school the state schools have a duty to report and we have a really swift response in relation to that. We haven't quite got it right within some of the public schools um, because if they go missing, they don't always report as as quickly as we do, you know, as I say, in other areas and systems, but they have to be just as sharp. But as I say, the key that we're working with and targeting most is when we're actually seeing these children with injuries um, or even vulnerable adults, you have that golden golden hour really while they're in A&E and we have to be mindful of the fact that this actually could be as a result of drug running um, and equally you're seeing some children actually being packed with the drugs so that could be an anal orifice um, and you know again that can cause its own risk if they actually end up in hospital and it's about getting the right support reminding reminding them reminding ourselves as professionals that these are vulnerable people and, and need to be handled quite carefully in some areas they're using the deprivation of liberty because that's what's actually happening they're actually being deprived their liberty but they're not aware of the grooming process that's actually gone into it so it, 
again, you may bump along, see these children, but they won't be disclosing anything awful's happening to them because they're at the point where actually this is quite gratifying. You know, they're getting the drugs, they're getting the money, and, you know, they could be being bigged up in relation to doing that. But nobody's going to let them get too big because then it, they're, you know... They either think they can break off and run their own drugs and that's where they start getting into into trouble, really. So it's it's not a pleasant world, but it is, it's something that we have to be mindful of in health. And as I say, that's where we're seeing the raise, rise in the injuries to the children, the stabbings. Again, sometimes they're even tasked to actually go out and do something to prove that they could be a gang member in relation to that. So there's different different angles that are actually coming across in relation to the county lines. It's really harrowing, but thought-provoking, and we need to be mindful of it, like you say. We can't close our eyes and ears to it, so thank you. No, and it'll be that A&E slip that you may receive in relation to a stabbing. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. Wessex LMCs, supporting you and your practice. <laughs>